What's going on, world? I want to welcome y'all to episode six of The Jungle. Today, I got a um, a active, what do you call it, protester or whatever you want to call it with the, you know, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Black Lives Matter movement. I got my longtime friend, childhood friend, Philip Neal here with me today. What's up, Phil? Good day, boss. How you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Absolutely. I feel like, you know, I was going to bring you on here a while ago, but, you know, I, I, had, I had no idea what I was going to talk to you about. But I'm finally I'm finally glad that you stepped out in the world and gave me a reason to, to bring you on here. I'm glad that you that you was um you went out there and stood for what you believed in. Uh, it takes true bravery, bro. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of people with your situation, you know didn't do that you know what i'm saying and then it goes to show a lot of people with my situation didn't didn't have the gall or whatever it takes to go out and stand behind their people or whatever the case may be but i, I just want to first thing say that i'm proud of you bro i appreciate Thank you, you. and yeah it feels, problem, it feels good. It, honestly it feels strange to be applauded for something i feel like i should be doing anyway but uh it's it's uh, it's all love i just for some you know context i'm, I'm a white man it's uh going out there i don't know if the listeners can hear that but I'm a, I'm a white guy going out and standing with with uh with my with my my beloved people. So that's that's where the, that's where this is connect with. Just to get a real background, you know, me and Phil, me and Phil we went to middle school together. Mm-hmm. Um we didn't find out till after, but you know, we go we go way back. So uh you know, first thing I want to talk to you about, man, how's everything down there in San Antonio where you at as far as like the protesting everything goes how, how's everything going down there uh well given the circumstances is uh it's as good as you could hope for it to be it's i mean it parts are heavy obviously but um there's there's a there's a real energy that i hadn't seen uh in a, in a long time um that's really one of the reasons i stepped out uh on saturday is when when the biggest protest started uh because i felt a lot more energy um and that people were were really feeling it uh it, it's so sad so sad that you know the the George Floyd case. Obviously, I want Aubrey and, and Breonna Taylor as well, but George Floyd really just resonated with people. Um, just, just it just looked evil, and so and so that's what really everybody's head is right now is just uh, they're hurting and they they want they want to see something from it. Yeah, and it it definitely hurts more as you know fuel to the fire. Being this is right after the my Aubrey case, yeah, and right it's right after the Breonna back Taylor. It's all happened. You know what I'm saying? It's all happened back yeah. to back, and it's like. You know, nothing, I ain't gonna say nothing has happened. Of course, you know, we've made a little bit of progress, nowhere near what we want, mm-hmm. but you know, it's something. Yeah. Um, but having all these things happen back to back, and it's like, yeah, my Aubrey happened like, you know, a couple hours away from where we right grew up, you know what I'm saying? Right down the road. Yeah, right down the road. So that, that one definitely touched for me, but you know, and it's crazy because you, both of these things, the two out of three of them, they're 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 filmed occasions, you know right. what I'm saying? And a lot of these a lot of these cases, these murderings are filmed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, at some point you, you you just gotta have a certain respect for not even a group of people, but a certain respect for human life. Like we can see, we we can see everything that happened. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't act like, you know, 
and they try so hard to change the narrative, but they try so hard to change what, yeah. you know. That's a that's what, a big thing got to be worried about. That's another thing with the protests that's going on is uh, the narrative in the media is is making it seem as if the, the protests are a lot more violent than they are. Uh, and yeah, talk about, talk about that. I want to. I do want to discuss the 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 alleged looting. I want to talk about all that. What what's what's going on down there in the in the streets? Okay. Man? Well, it, well, this was Saturday that I that I went. This is one of the uh, the more hectic days. Um, yeah, it was like the first yeah. day. That was like, the- and and to be to be honest, there. I mean, there was there was some uh, there was a little bit of a glass breaking. There was a little bit of looting. And I was I was not participating myself. I wasn't looting anything personally, but. Uh, I was present and there was a lot, there was a lot of uh, non-black people actually that was, that was a really amped to do that kind of stuff, which is upsetting. But I, that's why I said it wasn't my place to really loot. But I mean, it was, it was some people that was vending frustrations out. I can't, I can't lie, but that, that was the two things. Like my thing is like, I was looking at a lot of the footage and it's like, man, I'm seeing dudes with skateboards. I'm seeing like, like, No, not trying to like you know stereotype or nothing like that, but it ain't. It ain't it's very few of us skateboarding up to stuff like you know what I'm saying. It, oh yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't get over that, but it that was it just goes to show like you know people what people the extremes people will go to to be seen and to be heard or whatever whatever their motive is. It, it's not the intentions of what's going on, but that that just brings you know that just brings more pain. And then I got another side of it like. You know, a lot of people say, like, you know, George Floyd, he wouldn't want this, or you know, Breonna Taylor wouldn't want this, man. I I honestly I can't relate to that, man. If I if, if a cop run down on me, Phil, you heard it here first on the jungle podcast. I want y'all to tear this mug up. <laughs> no, I heard you. We set some stuff on fire for sure. I, like I, I can't even say that yeah. I want it to be peaceful because I, I I'm not at that point in my life yet where I can be that humble. No. But and I, and I can honestly I can I can I wasn't participating like I said in looting, but I wasn't mad at nobody that was doing it. If that wanted to break some windows, it was it was frustration being vented. It was it was pain and suffering that was being let out. It wasn't like it was you know they had they didn't take joy in it, and it wasn't like it was the whole city. It was just they just went down a couple streets, banging some shit, letting people know. Oh, excuse me, I'm not supposed to cut. But, uh, banging, banging things up, letting them know that you know, hey, we're here, we're gonna be heard. Um, yeah, for the most part. The people that the people that are really upset about it, you know, are the people that's trying to find a way to to weasel out of the actual issue. They want to, mm-hmm. they just want to find something to talk about. Right. Like, oh, this is not what you know we're supposed to be doing. It's like they, it, it's always an excuse. It, it can never just be, you know. Black Lives Matter, or you know, y'all are right. We need to change some. It's like, you know, right. they don't they don't remember what what's the cause. The, it's a cause and it's the effect of, of of everything. Exactly. What's the point of all this in the first place? Is that exactly. it's not like we exactly. wouldn't be outside breaking things if it was nothing happened, you know? And that's and they, they did the same thing to to Cap, and it's like you know he's taking the knee. Oh, it, he he's disrespecting the flag, or oh he's you know he don't care about the military. He didn't say he he. That wasn't what was said. He, he literally came out and spoke about what he was talking about. And then, you know, the, the, the narrative has always changed, just like it is now. Like, And at, the, at this time, they're going as so far as, you know, they're they're staging these lootings. You know what I'm saying? Like, And SPD did a lot better job than I saw a lot of other cities do because they weren't as, as directly involved in any of that behavior. But I did see a lot of videos on, on Twitter and, 
Uh, how's SAPD doing? I seen you had a little, you had a little welt from the little, what did they shoot, paintballs? Or what some paintballs, they had some rubber bullets. They didn't hit me with any rubber bullets. They all bounced around me, but they hit me with some paintballs. Uh, and that was, I wasn't doing anything at that point. That was after the tear gas had gone down and we we moved back towards them to just to stand in solidarity against uh, against the, the, the force that was pushing us back. Bunch of police. You got tear gas, bro. You got tear gas all over the place. That's well, I can take you through the chronology if you really want to go through that. We can we can do yeah, that. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Well, there's I think there's two there's two different uh groups of people that were that were present. We started the protest at, at five on Saturday and uh, we marched through the city from uh, Travis Park all the way around. We stopped at the police station for a little bit and gave some lip service at the police station. And uh, at that moment, that was. That was powerful. It was, a, it was a lot of yelling, a lot of hollering, but it was still peaceful. Um, and they just, you know, they didn't, they didn't engage. And then we, we went back to Travis Park. Um, and then we heard that there were uh, conflicts at the Alamo because of a, uh, uh, I guess, another group of people had shown up. And so we went back to the Alamo to see what it was. And it was a group of, uh, it was a bunch of white guys, a bunch of ex-military with, uh, you know, how the armed ex-military guys come out. You know, I was about to ask you that. You know, they haven't. They, I've been seeing this groups of people. You know, they, they armored out. Yeah. You know, body armor, all this like not affiliated with nothing. Right. You know, they affiliated with something. No, nothing. Nobody, nobody that's supposed to be out there. If you're not, you right. know, stirring up trouble. Exactly. But go ahead. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and it was. And they didn't. They didn't outright say anything. They weren't. They weren't having signs. They were just walking around and pacing with with ARs. And then uh, when the group came back, they said publicly that they were protecting the Alamo, but nobody was interested in the Alamo anyway. I don't really know why they were there, but, uh, SAPD at that, at that confrontation or was it kind of just not at the time we showed up and we had, uh, uh, a group there that was facing off with the, with the people that, uh, that had the ARs and they had gotten into a squabble and actually got into a shoving match and a couple officers were present. And that's when, uh, when they got into a shoving match, um, the, the officers radioed in for assistance and they had a whole, that's when they brought the right gear out and they pushed all the, the Black Lives Matter uh, protesters back away from the uh, the people with guns. And that's when it really started to pop off because it just seemed wrong that they were facing us with uh, with riot gear as opposed to facing the people that were armed, you know? And that, and that was upsetting to a lot of people. So they started uh, getting a, a little bit more physical with the police and that's when they, they started the first rounds of the tear gas and, uh, and pushing. And that's when that's it was at that moment that was when everybody broke off from the main group that was protesting. And that's when they went to start uh, start breaking things was because they were frustrated um, with with the way that uh, they were being handled. So that's the, that was right around dark. So that we had been four hours of a peaceful protest, three, four hours of peaceful protest and, until the point where they had to separate us from armed people and then treat us like we were the ones that were problems, problems. So let me get this straight. Y'all are y'all are protesting. Y'all walk up to the Alamo. There's a group of 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 people there that ain't got no business there. Going back, you know, right. to my last episode, the people not minding their business, and they start, you know, antagonizing y'all, and you know, basically giving themselves a reason to be there. Oh, we're protecting the Alamo. Yeah, whatever the case may be, they get into it with y'all. SAPD then forces y'all out as if y'all were were the initiators, right. right? And then that's when the the property damage, everything like that starts. That's right? effectively how it went down. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say they antagonized us. So we we antagonized them, but they're just being being present with a bunch of guns like that, and then nobody saying anything about it was is enough to get people angry, you know? 
And that, yeah, that's and we, that's and that's deserving of some, and you know, that's they deserve yeah, that. We brought some energy. We didn't we didn't initiate a fight or anything. We just got in, in, in faces, and then that's when it, temperatures rose, and we started pushing and shoving, and that's when things went down. But I'm not gonna say it was it was it was BLM fault at all or entirely either anyone's, but their presence is enough of an agitator as it is. Yeah, nobody was. That's especially to have that's guns. So what happens after the so after the 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 property damage is this when they uh, put the curfew into effect or or did it not happen until like the next no day? it was that night it was that night they started uh they started um damaging the uh, the downtown area right around Alamo and right around Broadway uh, La Soya and uh, breaking windows and looting and I was present there and that was when they they started gassing and pushing people back and down the street and so is was the gas was that was that their way of establishing the curfew or was that before then? That was before. That was just to move people out of the uh, the the area that that was, I guess, most going to be affected. They had the most glass, had the most uh, business right there. And so they started pushing people to using it to move people. They didn't, and then later they announced the curfew about an hour later, around 10. So how did they start establishing the curfew? Because you got people like curfews 10 o'clock, right? It was 1130. 1130 so you got people out at 11 how did they how did they go about because i i seen like i said i i seen some videos that curfew thing making it making they're making it a bigger deal than what it actually was you know they got to give people time to get home right how did, how did sapd handle the the curfew after it was officially uh brought to you guys yeah well they they had uh they had national guard come out at that point too it was the, the big armored trucks the big uh the big riot trucks and they had a, I don't know, it must have been a hundred police uh, in rows. I think four or five rows, just pushing people all the way back to the point, just gassing over and over again. And it was about ten forty-five. They said we have till eleven thirty to to vacate the area. And so um, some people stayed for for a while, and they were going to allow it. And so we stayed until a little bit past eleven. And then uh, there was some there was some uh, high tensions. I think some protesters. In the back, it was never anybody in the front. We were we were still even even then after all the looting had done, they hadn't they hadn't arrested anybody, not looting, just just breaking. But uh they hadn't arrested anybody, they had just pushed us back to the to the away from the glass. And then people from the back who nobody could see we started throwing glass bottles at the police and stuff. And that that caused the police to get aggressive with us again. And it, I I don't I, no one knows who those people were. Nobody saw anybody back there throwing glass bottles. Everybody at the front who was protesting made a um, a bunch of young people. Uh, had you know good energy and we're just we're just talking and, and preaching things that we we thought was wrong, and I don't know that's the other thing when they say police agitators, undercover police, something like that, because everybody as soon as bottles hit, everybody turned around and said, "What are you doing? You know, what are you doing?" And so they they hit that. But um, once the once the curfew started being enforced, they just they uh they were harassing people uh no matter if they were walking home, walking walking anywhere. As soon as it started to get like 11, 11, 10, 11, 15, they were they were trying to run on people. I I was leaving to go to my car, and I had three people try to try to. Uh, I mean, it was a, it was an interrogation. It wasn't like it, they put me in handcuffs, but they were they were strongly surging. Some people did get arrested for what seemed. Some people, I think Abby that I work with was a uh, was a uh, not even there. She was just lives downtown. She was just walking past downtown, and they tried to they tried to put her in the back of the car. Um, really? Yeah, but she's not white though, so. I, well, that was just about to ask you that. Who, who the people that got arrested yeah. when they when they black? Uh, I I 
Yeah. There was some there was some Hispanic and there was some there was some white because those people were also just being more aggressive than anybody else was. There was a couple of white people with skateboards that were going around screaming and breaking things after the after the curfew. And of course they got arrested because I think they were intoxicated yeah. as well. But yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a couple of black foot in the zip tie. If you could, if you could give a good, if you could give a grade on you know if you could give SAPD San Antonio Police a grade on how how they handle everything, you know what, what would you give them? Uh, based on what I've seen in the other in the other cities, uh, I would say probably a, probably a B, maybe a B a B B plus. They they didn't they weren't hitting people out of out of uh, you know, for no reason they weren't shoving, they weren't driving through crowds, which because a lot of the crowd was probably related to some of the police force. A lot of them are, are Hispanic as well. So I think they have a little bit more understanding of the plight. So they yeah. they held they held the ground a little better, but without, you know, shoving. But there was a there was a couple of times they, they just gassed consistently. They 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 hit people with rubber bullets, they hit people with paintball. They shot me with the paintballs when I was I mean, point blank, like 10 feet. And I was just walking up to, to reform the line of protesters. And I, you know, it's like those, those kind of actions, but they didn't use lethal force at all. And that's, that's what I applaud them on. Uh, but other than that, they were just, they were just a little too swift in, uh, in, in using chemical agents and, uh, and paintballing. I don't, I don't, yeah, probably a B. A B, that's not, that's not too bad. That's kind of average to me considering the circumstances is like, that's like the bad apple theory. Like some things you can't be just you can't be bad at. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. You know they say you know not all police are bad. You know we just got some some bad apples. But it's like that's not one of those things that you can be bad at considering the 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 protocols and the training that they have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's not enforced because in 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 any profession, if you're a bad apple and you don't go with what's what you've been trained to do there's going to be a consequence for that. You know what I'm saying? And this isn't even with anybody's life at stake. You know what I'm saying? And, and these police officers, they they don't understand that you got somebody's life in your hands at all times. You know what I'm saying? That's at why any that's, moment. that's what a term. Yeah. yeah. At any moment. That's what a term. That's where the term peacekeeper comes from. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And I don't think they understand. I ain't going to say they, but as a whole, that, that's that's an organization. So I don't think they understand right. the the, you know, their actions are very important not only to them, but to other people, to families, community. and they're they're the community. They're learning that now. They they didn't understand that till you know, I would say today, and we're on with day three, and I think I think we've made some significant progress. But it, it it's just ridiculous, man. You can't you can't be a bad apple. In that profession, you can't, you can't allow people to be, you know, bad apples. And, and, and that's the thing. When you look at them, you say, look, I don't know you personally. I can't I can't look at you, officer, and say that I hate you because I don't know how you treat people. But I know that a lot of y'all mistreat people and I don't know who it is, but y'all do. I imagine y'all know because y'all are with the y'all within it. Y'all are y'all are tight knit. Y'all know who does what in that organization. So, yeah, they know. They know. And my thing is, like, every time this happens, it's like these officers, they have, like, some extensive history of, like, using excessive force. It's never, like, it's never, like, an officer's first offense. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
oh, this officer had a clean slate and this happened today. It's never that. It's like they they got their past dug up. It's like a background check been done. And it's like they've had write-ups. They've had suspensions. They've had, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when something happens like this, you would think, you know, based on just being in, in the world and having jobs, you would think, you know, you have a certain you have a certain amount of mess ups before <laughs> you're allowed to continue yeah. to do whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. And it's like, it's ignored, bro. And that, that's what, that's what pisses a lot of people off. That's what pisses me mm-hmm. off. You know what I'm saying? You, we know how life works. We know how the world works. You can't keep doing the same thing. You can't keep doing wrong. Not even in your job in life general, you can't keep doing wrong and nothing comes of it. Yeah. And then now, the fact that you know somebody's life is is on your hands, somebody's blood is on your hands. Now it's like, um, you know, they try to act like it's not their first offense. And when they do that, and you know, at, when they have the power to do that over and over again, and, and the department keeps letting it slide, it's almost it's like they're sending the message that we hired this person for this purpose. That's their job is to go out there and and, and mistreat people and, and harm people, and he can take the fall for it, and we'll we'll cover him. You know, like yes. that's almost the message they're sending. What do you think? What do you think happens in the communities in the cities if if uh, I ain't gonna say this guy because I'm hoping and praying that the rest of the three guys get the same thing that he gets, whatever it is that that may be. But mm-hmm. what do you think happens if these guys are acquitted? If you know nothing happens and they just let it go? Oh man. Okay, yeah, I thought you were gonna take it the other way. Uh, yeah, if if they if nothing happens, I don't know how. I can't imagine uh, it not being any more civil unrest. It has to be. I, I would think that people are going to break more things. Uh, people are going to are going to be hurting so bad. I mean, that just that's with the spotlight this big and to be dismissed like that with the energy they're still giving today. Because I went to another protest today at the courthouse. That was a, uh, I mean, still high energy. Yeah, so you've been to you've been to San Antonio, you've been to Austin. Did you go to the Houston one? I wish, I wish they were on horses out there. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, that was nice. No, I yeah, I can I can't imagine them uh, maintaining peace if if that were the case. I would love to see everybody get get a get some 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 sentencing that they deserve. I think that would that would help. That would that would shift our, our energy from. Pain and suffering to, to, to solutions. I think if, if that happens, we can shift and say, okay, here's what we need to elect into the to local offices, things like that. The other way is just not good. I agree. I think I think a big um I want to touch on this. I think a big turning point, not a turning point, but I would say a checkpoint in in all the protests and everything is when um okay, they arrested him. Allegedly, they allegedly arrested the guy, and then it was kind of like, all right, we're moving forward. And then I think a day went by, and people are like, okay, they 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 arrested him, but but what about the other other three, the other officers around? And I think that was that was another checkpoint. So it's like, all right, we got to go harder than what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think once that happened, once 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 those protests broke out, um, I think that's when if I, if I if I did my research correct, I think that's when the original autopsy came mm-hmm. out saying that you know because of his previous condition they were saying you know he didn't die because of, that. you know he was being choked he died because you know he had previous health conditions whatever the case may be they 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 basically they they basically blamed him for not being healthy enough to be strangled like right. that they tried to dismiss that. and I, I yeah and you know i don't think 
you know, now now a civil lawsuit is being placed on all all of the officers, but I don't think that's done without the private autopsy oh, being held. Yeah, that was that was important. Yeah, I, I I don't think that's done without that. But it, that just goes to show you how how they think that they can just twist the story around, and they think that they they, they don't even attempt to make it good. They have- you know they haven't caught on to people being in sharp with social media now that you know they've been doing these things for so long i don't think they caught on yet we'll have to get away with that's a good point i I didn't think about like that because you know in the news they can put whatever they want to put in the news you know what i'm saying but you know with twitter playing a big part and i think it's a coincidence how twitter and and all the social media platforms are, are our news and now all of a sudden the president is trying to shut them down i just think that's that I don't think that's a coincidence. I, I think it's definitely something behind that. It, it's just they don't like people being able to see like we're getting, you know, we're not those of the people that aren't at the protest. You know, they're not they may not be there, but, you know, people are going live. People are, you know, recording. People are on Snapchat, yeah. Twitter, you know, giving them live action of what's really going on. And a lot of crazy stuff is getting reported. Or is it's getting recorded, yeah. man? A lot of crazy stuff is getting, it's, you know, yeah, it's getting reported. It, yeah, filmed and documented, and you know, they can't control the narrative with the with the news anymore. Right. And I think that's a big part of it. I think that you know, I think they're going to continue to try and push for social media to get shut down. I, I honestly, I'm not. I ain't gonna say. Well, how can I say this? I. I'm curious to see how that's going to work. That'll be something that's never been done before. Yeah. But I, I'm curious to see how that's going to work. But, uh, you know, my prayers are, are that everything moves forward for the better. That's that's good. But I do want to touch on, you know, what what I want to ask, how is the, the, the protest being organized? Because, excuse me, I, I spoke to one of my friends about it and I, and I spoke ignorantly. I was like, you know, the, the protests are fine, but, you know, I, I just don't understand the organization behind them. You know, how, how is that? How is that being set up? Like, you know, we're going to be, you know, what buildings we're going to be at or what, you know what I'm saying? How is that? Set yeah, up? Uh, there's there's a couple organizers and then some have uh, some validity and some some are just anonymous. Some don't necessarily have as much validity and and it's, it's hard to tell. But most of it has been word of mouth. Uh, there's some there's some good groups out there. Uh, I honestly most of the time when I when I hear about the protests it's because someone told me. Uh, but in, you get in, you get in contact with the. Um, I saw a couple today that had a, a good organizer. That's that we're going out uh, tomorrow to to see. Okay, shout shout out to all the organizers out there. Keep doing y'all thing. Keep keep leading y'all's people. Keep leading the community. Y'all doing what's right. That's true. Um, what else I was gonna say? Um, the organization. That's it. Voting. That's what mm. I was gonna touch on. After all this is done and, you know, let's hope for the best. All these guys are arrested. You know, they, they, you know, cause once this is my thing, we do this. And then, you know, when it's not the trend, it's, it kind of goes into the, the, to the back burner. Right. What, what do you think needs to happen as far as, you know, voting in the community at the low levels? Uh, what do you think? What do you think some of the narratives are about voting? Because I can tell you a lot of the narratives about voting. You know, people think it doesn't matter. People think it's a waste of time. People think, you know, it. They it, it just say it is what it is. But you know that that's that's what got us in the position that we are now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And and you know, 
a, a lot of people just they lose hope with that with that whole system mm-hmm. yeah yeah i can i can i can speak to what i what i think we should do um i know that voting is important especially we got we got local elections coming right around the corner district attorney things like that i think we need people younger folks to to start running uh nobody really talks about that but um there's a lot of educated young people that that have the credentials to run for any of these local offices you know and I, we don't know anybody necessarily um, that carries the exact same viewpoints as us, you know. So if we if we feel like we need to fight for something, there's no shame in running for an office uh, because in, in the campaign alone, you knowing people of, of your age, of your ilk, you can get the message out at least so that you can identify people who agree with your with your with your points. And maybe you don't win the election, but hey, you you have a platform now and you have you have a, a base to, to run on. I think that's important um, that we got I think advisory boards are good. I don't know if you saw the killer Mike video where he was talking about the advisory boards over the top of the, the departments, of the police departments. I saw it. Yeah. I, saw I think it. that's an, an important thing. I think that should probably be a, a mandatory thing for, for most departments across the country is to have a, a citizen led advisory board, a review board. But, you know, every organization kind of has that except for like, you know, politics, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like the NBA and the Players Association. You know what I'm saying? They they yeah. they're not the owners, but if the Player Association they if they have something to say, they're gonna be heard. heard. You know what I'm saying? If they don't like how something's going on, they're gonna be heard. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The the NFL they they had their um you know their their bargaining agreement. They have to run it through their Players Association. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They have to vote on that. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing can get done without going through those advisories. And I, I do agree that that we need to do that. But you know that's kind of like that. I feel like as far as the advisory go, we've already tried that with, you know, the Black Panthers. That's an advisory group. Mm. Whether whether anybody wants to to acknowledge that or not, it was and it kind of got shut down. I, I I think we can go about it a different way. Yeah. You know, cause I, I'm not saying going about it a different way. I'm not saying nothing wrong with the Black Panthers, but I'm saying times have changed, laws have changed. It was things you could get away with back then that you can't get away with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As far as far as, you know, trying to be advisory, uh, another thing along with that, the advisory thing is, you know, people people using their amendments the correct way. Second Amendment being the, the, the biggest one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't understand, you know, the, the the same rights that these people have. The people that were walking around with with their ARs or whatever the case may be in front of the Alamo. We have that same right. You know what I'm saying? Granted. Mm-hmm. Here's the here's the here's the plot twist. We may not have the same privileges as these guys got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we can still, as long as we know our rights, as long as we know the the actual law. I feel like more people should use more of more of our people. You know, mm-hmm. less pri- not privileged people should use that uh, use that Second Amendment oh, right? absolutely. because it's not it's not it's not a bad amendment at all. It's just. We just have to know. We just got to educate ourselves on that. That's valid. Yeah, no, I'm a gun owner. I, I think that's important. I didn't bring any weapons to the protest. I don't think that's that's entirely. I don't think that's smart uh, to when there's a when you're facing off with police that, that like shooting black people. I don't think that's a, the good idea right now. But if you if you you know if you're trying to exercise all your rights in most of your everyday life, I think you should have a gun. I think that's important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But it's like. That comes with responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people think, you know, 
you get a gun and you can just go around, pull it out whenever you want, like it's a Denzel Washington movie <laughs> or something. But yeah. you know, that's not the case. You yeah, know, it's not like, training day. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I've had a couple times where I, I, I probably should have shot somebody, but you know, I, I, I handled it accordingly. No, serious, I, I handled it accordingly, and you know, I, you know, I, I did. I'm glad I did it, but I'm also glad I had the opportunity right. to, you know, you should saying? value human life, but you should be able to, you know, defend yours. At, at any moment. Exactly. Yeah. Those two ideas exactly. got to go hand in hand. Exactly. So, so what you got, what, what do you think about the phrase all lives matter? I mean, it's not wrong. I got, I, I get it. I, I, I get what you're saying. I get you know, it. I get it. That's not the point. Uh, like, like you know, they know you know what you're doing when you say that. Like you know what you're doing. Like yeah. it's obviously, yeah. obviously, obviously, all lives matter. But which and that's the thing. That's a and that's what that 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 reminds me a lot of what Greg Popovich says. It's like all 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 the all the president has to do is just say it. Just say Black Lives Matter. He won't e- he won't even just say Black it. Lives. And that just that just shows you the 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 type of the type of leadership, the type of influence that you know that that this guy has and the type of people that he wants to reach you know what i'm saying and and i don't understand i don't understand as as you can tell he's not he's not presidential and his his base is 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 parts of his base is scary and it's and then they're not they're not for it and you can tell that the way he talks that he doesn't want to alienate himself from the basis against black lives matter and you know that that's that's an entirely different conversation. That's that's just not a good dude. But yeah, that's I, I feel like you know all lives matter is like you know it's like it's like when they say you know well you know black people kill black people all the time. Well, you know not that's for being black. That's that's not the point exactly. You, you know, we're not killing each other. You know, black people aren't killing other black people for 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 being black. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, oh, you're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not, whatever the case may be, no matter who kills who, it, it, it's all about the reason. You know what I'm saying? Or if it was justified. The, you know, not, I'm not saying right killing. There. They're trying to justify. I'm not saying killing anybody is justified, but um, it there are reasons to kill and there are reasons not to kill. It, mm-hmm. And, you know, being in the wrong neighborhood is not one of them. Being, you know, Whatever the case may be, having a fake twenty dollar bill is not one of them. I can I can go down a list, but none none of these reasons are justified at all, you know, and and it it just shows you like even in in Brunswick with uh, Ahmad, it's like, and, and you know how Brunswick is. It's kind of like it's it's a lot of white people, but it's also a lot of black yeah. people. It, 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 I say it's kind of equally is equally mixed, but it's the country, though. right? And that's a different thing. Oh. And it's it's easy to find somebody racist out there, but it's I mean it's easy to find yeah. somebody who's not too. It's it's it's, it's strange. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's man, that's all I really got. I appreciate you for coming on here, talking about the giving us a, a kind of like an inside scoop on everything that's going on, giving people an understanding of you know how things are being handled. I wanna, I, I definitely want to give. Um, I definitely want to give SAPD a shout out for, for, you know, I'm not saying they're perfect. Nobody's perfect, but considering the circumstances, considering everything that's happening, it it could have been a lot worse. So I definitely want to, I want to give them a shout out. I I want to give you a shout out, Phil. I want to give, I want to give all y'all a shout out for being out there, holding it down. Thanks, man. Um, 
Yeah, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Uh, this won't be our last conversation. This won't be our last episode. We'll probably chop it up again once all this stuff is over. Kind of give like a like a evaluation, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I I will ask you: is there is there anything that you think can be different about the way y'all are protesting in a, in a positive way? Uh, is there anything that y'all could have done better as 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 a group? Um. You can nitpick all day long, really, about the little things. I wish there weren't fringe people out there just trying to amp it up, you know, to make it a little bit more hectic. I think that's that's not really what everybody's energy is. If it's really just trying to get the message out and we're, we're ready to move into, into some progress state now. And I think that's what it is. I th- I'm proud of people just get just showing up and I- just showing up is big. Yeah, and I know I know you don't you don't really have any any footage of you know the actual protest, but talk a little bit about you know the people out there that's you know just seeking attention. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it's good to record. You know, it's good to have yeah. you know, kind of like an experience, kind of like an archive or whatever the case may be. But you know, you know the guys that you know the people right. that are just out there. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to bring attention to themselves. You know what I'm saying? What do you got to say about yeah, that? Yeah, I, I spoke about that on my social media a little bit. I did, like I said, I didn't have my phone out there because I, I have, you know, liability reasons for other people. I didn't want to get anybody in trouble for, for, for having frustrations to vent. But there were, there were a lot of people out there that just seemed really disingenuous. They were flicking it up on the side. They, they weren't really, they weren't, they weren't with the movement. They were out there with their Insta Live, you know, like, getting in the, in the crowd and jumping around. It seemed like there was a lot more fun being had than, than a lot of more serious moments. It should have been more yeah. serious moments. Yeah. And for the most part, the crowd was, was a serious crowd. And we were, we were, you know, there for our purpose, which was, you know, justice reform. But a lot of people, I hate to see that. But, I mean, if they're going to be there and they're, you know, and they're going to put it on their Instagram, at least somebody on their Instagram is going to see and maybe have, you know, you know a, a good moment and maybe be sparked to do something from that. So I can't say it's all bad, but just being disingenuous and then leaving is, is a, it hurts to see. And I don't, I don't know if it helps or hurts to move in it, you know, you know, but it is, it's a, it's, it's bothersome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, bro, for being out there in the trenches, bro. Oh, uh, I, 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 I can't express my love for you enough. You know, you know, we, we got you know to go way you back. Know way, yeah, way back. For sure. I love man. So I'm going to conclude the episode with that. Uh, Thank you for coming Thank you out, for having bro. Me, boss. Another protest tomorrow downtown of San Antonio. Be there if you can. Bet that. Let them know. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good one, boss. Out.